y'all, it was just us counting down, and that just really threw us off. Um, but welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of On the Other Side of Mommin'. Um, yeah. Okay, I got to get back focused. You you threw me off, Shauna. It's your fault. Um, <laughs> but welcome, welcome. I'm your host, T. Moore, and... Just in case you're new here, I, like I said, I'm the host of this show on the other side of momming because there's more to this mom life where we talk about more than just motherhood because us mamas are very important to the family. And it seems like we have been left out the conversation. It seems like we talk about these kids all the time. But here, sis, you just come on in, take your shoes off, get comfortable because we talk to you and try to fill your cup up. So this is what I do. This is like your cup of tea. With tea. Yes, I love it. I just thought of that. Mm, mm, right. Mm. <laughs> right, you know? So today I have an amazing guest with me. Another, of course, y'all know, not that everybody's my friend, but just so far that everybody who wants to be on my show happens to be my friend. So I have invited another one of my friends to come on, and she's just so, so awesome, so sweet, so kind. One of my writing partners, agency, siblings, or I guess cousins, right? Because we have different agents. So I guess... You'd be my cousin, kind of, but we sisters, but it's okay. Um, and so Shauna is amazing, and I cannot wait to dive into this episode. I don't think it's going to be as heavy as y'all may think it is, because we're talking about the other side of divorce today, but I think there'll be lots of laughs and giggles, because y'all know I don't have good sense sometimes, and so I just, I can't help it. So I, without further ado... I would like to welcome Miss Shauna onto the show. Shauna, hand claps, hand claps, hand claps. That was <laughs> Thank you. So tell tell the people because listen, I didn't even want to go down the rest because like y'all, she's so dope. Like she's like a screenwriter, but then she's like an author, and then she be out here like fighting people. So like if you're watching us on YouTube and you see she has this shirt on that says like different chokes, listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, she's she's taken some steps to be able to to do stuff to to protect herself. What I'm going to say it's the other right. side of divorce. The other side of divorce. This is what came from the other it side of it. Came out of it. <laughs> oh, but tell tell these mamas out here like who you are. What do you do? Like, yeah, who are you? I mean, I know who you are, but yeah, who are you? yeah. So my name is Shauna, like you said, and I write identify with writing um but also a mom of two daughters they're teens now um mm-hmm. middle child sibling so i have that mm-hmm. whole thing going for me um oh okay. yeah i want to talk about that too oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're always neglected and ignored right like oh no the middle so, child syndrome right yeah it's, it's strong in me it's very strong in me. um but yeah like just just writing is my passion. I'm able to do it full time now, raising the kids yes. full time. They're not, you know, I know you have littles, so yeah, I graduated from that, but been there, done that. Why do people with older kids always throw that part in there? Like y'all just never can just like leave that. I know. I right there. Like, do you guys be like, y'all, y'all feel bad that I still have these badass kids running around, <laughs> terrorizing me? <laughs> Like crying for everything we're like we're not going back yeah, it's like y'all yeah it feels yeah that's exactly it's just like y'all feel better than us like oh yeah i remember that stage yeah i remember when my child like used to like cry because like they couldn't like poop yeah. and they just like started crying or like yeah and it's just like so like yeah and i was you, like what do you want for me Drink water. I can't help you. Like, is, is that what it is now? Like, are we 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 elevated? Yeah, that's where that's where we're at now. I remember those days, holding their hand, like, okay, mm-hmm. you can do this, babe. It's like they're giving birth without it sounding weird. You know, like you got to breathe through it. You can, yeah. I, we had a lot. Of yeah. And now it's like, yeah. That solves it. Drink some water. I actually had a situation with one of my kids. I won't put their say which kid it was in the event they listened to this one day, but they might remember the story of us being in Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was me coaching yes. them through it. Um, like, it's okay, honey. Just You just got to breathe. Don't push too hard, but just, if you just, it will come out when it's ready. 
I love talking about poop, by the way. Poop. I'm so glad that's universal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 well, listen, my, my middle child, mm-hmm. um, she enjoys um, talking to me about vaginas and booties. And another girlfriend and I were talking and I said to her, she said something smart. And I was like, I hope your food tastes like trash booty, like just booty do, booty juice, like all the booties. And then she's like, and you wonder why your kids talk about booties all the time. But now I know it's me. I'm the problem. We're the problem. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm it. This is, it's me. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it's me. Okay, so before we get into it, y'all know I like to do a little mom-spirational quote. And I told Sean I wasn't going to give it to her beforehand because I, I want her to give me, like, real-time reaction. But today's quote comes from Worthy. Um, they're over on Instagram. And the quote that I resonated the most with today was, there's a big difference between giving up and starting over. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause that applies to so many areas of life. Yeah, it does. so many. So when we're talking about that here, since we're talking about the other side of divorce, for you, when you hear that, what like, how does it hit you? Because it seems like it hits you kind of hard. Like that, you're reminding me. That's that's one of the things. Um, ooh, tea. Woo. <laughs> Listen, this is where we come. I told you, get comfortable. We we go there. I'm gonna drink my tea. No. Drink your tea. Yeah, drink your tea. Girl. I got water today. I drank my tea already. It's kind of cold out there, but that that's a good one, T. That's a really good one because um, in trying to decide if I'm gonna go through with this divorce, mm-hmm. I felt like I was giving up. And you know, most mm-hmm. people, they all say most people when you get married, you're not planning for your divorce. Right. Planning for your forever after, you know, whether Correct. it's or not, you know, you know, there'll be mm-hmm. some ups and downs, but that one was a big one. I had to come to terms with like, this isn't giving up. And a, mm-hmm. it was a big internal battle because I'm not a quitter and it might take yeah. me 30 years, 20 years, you know, like, you know, being in the publishing industry, that takes forever. Right. You can't quit mm-hmm. um, or you won't get there. And I feel like that, that was marriage. Like I, I was in there for the long haul. And never had to had to battle that idea that I wasn't quitting, that I was putting me first, putting the kids first, and mm-hmm. um, it was the start of a new journey. So, yeah. question: Because when you say that, do you think? Because another girlfriend and I were talking about that too. Like, you know, we go into marriage, and like I said, we don't go into it with the mindset of this is the start because that's a waste of money, especially if you have a wedding, like. Who's signing up for that? Like, but then like life starts to happen. And then, um, you know, I don't know if you, did you grow up in the church? Um, coming up? It was like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't consistent, but yeah, I've been like, I was, I've been in choirs and uh, it Mm -hmm. just wasn't consistent, but I've always had, yeah. Yeah. God had that background. And I, and I, so like kind of for me growing up in church and kind of growing up in that, setting i think for like some women out there who may identify with any type of religious background there is this stigma attached to being divorced Mm -hmm. and i know especially like in the christian community we um deal with a lot of how can i say it guilt and shame yeah judgment on if like if you're Married, like if you're leaving your marriage and like you're getting this divorce, like you have failed. Mm-hmm. You failed God. You felt the people who came and saw you get married and these vows and the like. And so I think there's so much religious tie to it when it comes to divorce and just society expectations. Like, what do you what do you think about like oh, that? Yeah. Like, do you think that played a part in in your decision? Like prior to like saying, okay, I'm going to go through with this no matter what. I it definitely did um, more so than I even realized because I always thought I was independent, making my own choices, doing my own thing, and then next thing you know, like there was a time prior to actually following through with it, um, we had a big blow up fight, and we were talking about divorce, and it's the first time because we also like, we've been through therapy and stuff like that because no couple mm-hmm. is perfect, um, but one of the things was don't throw out the 
the divorce word, the D word, you know, like, unless yes, that's a big one. That's mm-hmm. a big one. So this was like, I meant it. I meant it. And, um, it was to give you a little context. It was probably four to five years before we actually got divorced just to show you how long we can string mm-hmm. ourselves along basically. Um, yeah. So I remember my brother, he's, he's, he should be a pastor. honestly. He should be. Um, but he's, I, I remember talking to him and he's like, Shauna, no, this isn't the vows you took this. Da, 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 da. And he, mm-hmm. I'm not blaming him, but I allowed myself to get all the evidence I needed to not get talked uh, to, to be talked out of going through with the divorce. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And so working yeah. yeah. on societal pressure versus tuning into me, what I needed, what I felt like my kids needed. Um, yeah. And then tuning the rest out, like what's between me and God right now, you know, not right between me and everybody else. And then God, right. I think of right. that interpretation should yeah. be. So yeah. And huge, I think huge role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think people and not that this, um, trying off the religious path or anything, but I think about when people think about God, they think about like this big overbearing deity that's just like ah oh, i'm gonna get you yeah. i don't know why i did that voice but that's yeah. just, i feel like that's <laughs> what god sounds it. like yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is i'm like ah, like <laughs> but i don't think i was ever god that sound like that either but <laughs> but like when i think about that like because of like who he is he's loving he's kind he's forgiving i don't think he would view anyone but whatever decision because he gives us free will you get free will to choose if you want to 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 choose salvation you get free will to do whatever you want to do so it's i don't and I, I use that loosely so don't come for me saints i know my word don't play with me but what i mean by that is just you get to decide that and i don't think someone else i think it's all about whatever like you said your internal what you feel god gave you peace about and move on i just don't think he would want you in a situation that's unhealthy or toxic or whatever for the sake of staying together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where I find fault at is where people are like, oh, well, he's not beating you, yeah. you know, or he's not, he's not cheating on you or he's not. And it's just like, are, are they, depending on what you, what you like. Yeah. Um, it's 2023. Want to be exclusive you know people like what they like all the things is all right with you that's your business as auntie tab says but like it's almost one of the things where it's just like i i well first of all you shouldn't be doing none of those things like we talking bare minimum but why should i stay somewhere where it's almost like marriage is the one relationship you can't outgrow that person. That's what I feel. I feel like it's one of the things where you're, you're you're told you can't outgrow this person. You just gotta figure out how to work with the change. And you you know you can't you're not supposed to give it because you are a quitter if you don't because people change all the time. And if you're gonna leave everybody who changes, it's like well maybe this isn't working for me. Maybe this isn't the fit for me, and I need to move on. And so if you have kids, um, really what are you showing your kids? And so that's a question for you. Like with you having two daughters who are teenagers, like what do you think you shown them through this process or what do you hope they have maybe saw through this process? Yeah, that's, that's a good one because the first time when, when I threw out the D word, uh, being mm-hmm. divorced, <laughs> yeah, that they, uh, <laughs> they, you got to specify the D word because you know, I, I write, ro- I write romance. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, the D <laughs> word for me in my world means a lot of different things. Well, really just means one thing. Exactly. Really one thing. It rhymes with ick. I'm just, just, <laughs> I'm just saying for somebody who may not know what D word I'm talking about, it rhymes with, it rhymes with ick. It can be icky too if you don't get it checked out. Anyway, that's off topic. It can be because dripping dick is not, I hear it's not sexy. Anyway, continue, continue. So off topic. <laughs> Oh, yes. Um, the first time, the first time was the divorce. Oh, what, what am I showing my girls by that? Okay. Yes. Okay. That's the question. Okay. We got this. We so got it. I felt like exactly what you said. I wasn't showing them that my um, needs mattered. 
the first time because I was putting mm. everything in everyone else. Because that, like you said, that union Them included. Yes, that union was more important than who I was as a person, and that's what I think society. Uh puts on us tells us yes to, like you said you're not allowed to outgo anybody you're not allowed to change or do anything like that but mm. it obviously didn't work because then you know tack on year after year after year nothing had really mm -hmm. changed um even with even something i learned with therapy too because there's kind of a misconception i saw that people it seems in society that a marriage is 50 50 and yep. they said no it's not it's a hundred a hundred so either you're both mm. in or you're out, you know, like it's not 50-50. Yes. It, I have to be all in and that person has to be all in in order if it's actually going to work. And so sure. that was a big perspective shift for me to, mm -hmm. to take because I was like, okay, well, if it seems like this person isn't all in, what am I doing here? What am I doing? Well, yeah. You know, why, like, why am I all everything. in? Everything, And I'm getting 20% back. <laughs> <clears throat> or 30 yep. pack or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. And it fluctuates sometimes, you know, people can. Yeah, because I think life. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little concession there. But yeah. But I wonder. Uh -huh. Oh, go ahead. No. Because I was going to say, I wonder, like, to be 100% in, does mm -hmm. that mean you are, you're entering the marriage or you should be entering the marriage as a whole person and by whole, just like, as far as like have dealt with whatever healing you needed to do mm -hmm. shocker and spoiler alert for those listening, you're not um, entering nobody's union 100% whole. And I tell my single friends that I admire what it is that they're doing, even though it doesn't feel good to them, but I'm just like, take this time to really, really heal like go through that so that you're not bringing in that type of trauma into your union and hopefully you'll meet a partner who is also whole and healed as well so do you think that plays into that 100 percent? i think so i think um yeah you you are you know you see that too especially if you've gone down the self-healing journey you'll see like you need to be whole you need to be within yourself, you know, before you can, somebody shouldn't complete you basically, you know, like they should be there. You guys come together as your own person. Like it shouldn't be a codependent situation. Yeah. Um, and so I think we get it twisted and we mm -hmm. feel like, okay, let me show my love by being completely dependent on this person versus yes. being your own individual soul mm -hmm. that can shine just as bright and beautiful as the one next to you, you know? Right. Right. Um, and it's weird too, because I also think there's a stigma with being single, you know, like, I feel like society yeah. values, like you're not somebody unless you're in a couple situation. And that's right. something that's been kind of weird because we met when we were 17. So I've never not been. Oh, yeah, we're young. Aww. We were so young. We were babies. Lost in a storm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got caught up in that storm and it just took you down. Yeah, it didn't really work. I mean, we had some good times too, but yeah, it was. Yeah. We were babies. and But now, like, especially being, you know, so far into it, my girl's like teens now. Like, it's it's mm -hmm. very strange to be single in this day and age, yeah. you know, like, yeah, well, well, especially because I was 17. <laughs> listen, I, listen, it, they say it's ghetto out here in them dating streets. At, oh, is it? It's, send help. It's, <laughs> send help. Send SOS, please. And thank you. Yeah, I hear it's, I hear it's ghetto. So I'm just like, I guess I'll stay where I am. It looks like it's, yeah. like it's safe out, safe here where I'm at because mm, mm -mm. Yeah. I remember I remember how ghetto it was when I was in my 20s um I can't imagine what it's like now and my mom she's older and she wants to date again but it's just like even the guys that she like talks to like how are you lukewarm to the grave acting like this what is what is wrong with you you too old you're too old it's I don't like wow. it yeah 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It might be listen, you know, and but I feel like it's more on us as women to be married. Like if we're not the married one, something's wrong with us. If we're not married, if we don't have children, if you don't have this, mm-hmm. then something is wrong with you. Like it's not, I don't really see a lot of that conversation around men. Mm-hmm. Um being single. Usually if it's about a man he's single, they usually you know, gun for his uh sexuality, which I always mm-hmm. find weird. Like maybe he just ain't found his yeah. person like my my business but for a woman something's definitely wrong with her what's like wrong? if she yeah like what's wrong with her why isn't she married and maybe maybe she just don't want to be maybe she don't want to have kids um you know i always commend people i tell people don't have kids if you don't want them please don't i'm with you because because that that's unsexy mm-hmm. don't don't do that to that child because that child did not ask for it and all you do is, is creating um adults who are going to be dysfunctional because you was dysfunctional Mm -hmm. and you didn't want them to begin with. Mm -hmm. So tell me like, what is something you wish you would have known before you got married? Ooh, before I got married. Um, Hmm. Maybe like kind of going back to that 100% and staying Mm -hmm. true to yourself and to not identify with the marriage, but keep my own identity, mm. you know? Yes. It's like, so easy to lose ourselves. Yes, yes. It, especially, so like, you know, throw in kids, then you're really going Oh, yeah, though you you lost at that point. Baby, you was in, in the, what the Bermuda Triangle? You you out there now, because you, yeah. <laughs> Your heart went. <laughs> <laughs> right, you just, you just gone. <laughs> I am identified Listen, I'm identified by each kid's name. Like, I'm so-and-so. I'm Sid's mom, Savvy's mom, James' mom. I'm one of their mom, mm-hmm. and that's who I am. I'm like, I actually, I'm Tanisha. Yes. That's, yes. that's me. Like, <laughs> I'm shy. before them, I was, <laughs> I had my mom, my mom, she named me, mm-hmm. just in case you were wondering. I have a whole birth certificate and everything. But, yeah, I think that's something I definitely, especially, um, with my girls, no shade to my son, but like really for my girls, I would want them to know that like you got to keep your eye. I don't feel like men lose their identity the same way as women do. I know they do yeah. because they usually find do it in their work. That's usually where you see the identity thing. But with women, I feel like, like you said, it's with when we get a spouse. And then, of course, when the kids come, that kind of takes over who we are. And then you look up and you're like, yeah. So it's like. How do we get there? So I, I think for me too, like, I think I would, I would, I've learned and what I would probably tell my kids is that it's okay if you outgrow somebody, if you feel like this is not, and they could be doing everything right, everything. And that's fine. And that's okay. But you get to decide if you want to continue that relationship. You get to decide that if it's like... And it's okay. Like, and you get to walk away. Don't let nobody pressure you to stay somewhere. And you don't have to be, you don't have to wait till you unhappy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait to think. I would, would rather you not wait till you're unhappy and miserable and feel stuck mm-hmm. in a place and in a situation that you can't get out of. Be level-headed and clear and make that decision and be, have peace with it. Like, I think that's something that I've learned. Like, I, I, I love my husband. We, we've been through a lot. And um, in our, I would say, young marriage, because we've only been married now 11 years. Oh, that's um, good. Guess, girl. Okay. And it's been, it been ups and downs. It's been raggedy. We, ooh, child. <laughs> but we are still here, <laughs> still yeah. standing. But what I'm finding is, even talking to my other married friends, it's just like, Marriage is hard, and I feel like they lie to us. Oh, they did. Just like they lied to us about parenting, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. liars. Like you didn't like. Oh, marriage is hard, mm-hmm. but you didn't say how hard it was. You didn't say like it was really, really me waking up every day, minute by minute, choosing to be with this individual, mm-hmm. like living with him every single day, putting up with his shit every single day him putting up with mine every single day like that's a lot like mm-hmm. to ask of a person and then you get up there in, in this altar and you say to death do with part you know i'm gonna love you I'm, 
to death do his part, nigga? I don't know. If <laughs> what? Yeah. are you dying tomorrow? Like that's a long time. Forever, ever? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like how many how far in this are we talking? But that's like the selling point. They're like, this is forever. This is for life. And you like they really I don't think romantic. Yeah. They do. And that's you know what? In my healing journey, mm-hmm. that's something I recently learned about what I I romanticize. And I come from divorced parents. So my parents got divorced when I was eight. So I don't really know the picture of what a healthy marriage looks like. What a marriage looks like that has the ups and downs and the people know how to fight through. Or whatever, and they both want to fight, right. um, and they both want to be in, and they both want to stay, and they want to keep going. Like I, you know, I don't know what that looks like. Um, my husband's parents have been together for like thirty plus years, so that's all he grew up with, right? And so you put us together, and it's just like there are times I want to put on my shoes, like I'm out, <laughs> right off into the sunset. Yeah, like this, this, mm-hmm. this look ghetto. But in the back of my mind, though, I have. This idea, though, mm-hmm. of perfection, yeah. of what I want to see, of what this deep, true love is, and oh my God, ah, this wonderful. is like it's the romance stories that I write mm-hmm. and I read. Mm-hmm. It's what I want to play out in in my real, actual, actual life. life yeah. Like I want to see like all of this. Like I want the sex like this. I want I want the the all of it, the jobs. I want all the things I'm reading up here in this book. Life. Yeah. Translate. <laughs> but they don't. So they don't write about it. They don't they don't write about the time when your kid gets diagnosed with autism. They don't they don't write about the part where you know you got a family member who's sick. They don't write about the part when the, the bank account is low and you're struggling and all that stuff because they all end with a happy ending because it's a romance novel, so you have a happily ever for after and all this stuff. And you're just like Everything's perfect. But that's the beauty yeah. of it. Yeah, but that's the beauty of writing romance. You get to escape real life. But I also think the beauty of real life is, is that you can technically write your own romance story, even if it meant that you loved yourself first. And by loving yourself first, you chose to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, to, you know, like the quote said, like starting over. Mm-hmm. So another um, question I have for you is, and share just what you want to share. What led you to make this decision for the making, you know, I hear that divorce is like death. Like it's like somebody dying. So like what led you to make such a decision like that? It's, it's true. Um, It was a big decision and it weighed really heavy and I wasn't even sure that I was going to do it. So Mm -hmm. when, um, you know, COVID hit. um, Oh, COVID. Good old COVID. I remember (laughs) like, um, alcohol <laughs> was a problem. Um, like that's, that's another coping mechanism that yeah. can get out of control really quickly. And so yeah. my sister is my, my go-to whenever I'm like, I've had it, I need to vent. I'm just like, what's going on? And, um, mm-hmm. and I remember talking to her one, one day after a particularly big fight that I had with my ex. And, um, I was like, this is just getting worse and worse. And she said, She's like, Shauna, it's not getting worse. She's like, you call me, you've called me before, you know, before COVID, it was like mm-hmm. every three or four months. She said, the only difference mm-hmm. now is with COVID, you're calling me every week. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was another perspective moment that came about. Yeah. And there was something I was going to add on to what you were talking about with the hundred percent and I lost it. But, um, <laughs> It'll come back. It'll come back to me. It was good too, T. I was like, <laughs> I into what you were saying, but um, but anyway, going back to it, yeah, we had, we we got it got too uncomfortable for me, and it got too regular, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. based on the history of somebody like you know, like not willing to change. They yeah they. they it's like a binge change. I don't even know how to say because there's more than you know, I know. form of abuse. Like you can have emotional, you can have mm-hmm. um, physical, you can have financial. Like I learned all this mm-hmm. in therapy, and I was like a little surprised. Therapy's so that. great. It's so good for you. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was. It was just like reaching a moment. Like if my daughters called me to tell me what I'm telling my sister, 
Mm-hmm. What would my advice to them be? <laughs> Baby, you mm-hmm. know. You know, like, yeah, why, why are we doing this? Why are we torturing ourselves? Why are we? Mm-hmm. It was, that was kind of my come to Jesus moment where. Yeah. I was like, God didn't intend for me to do this my whole life. You know, he really yeah. didn't. And then yeah. it was, and you know, to be fair, I didn't say you got to get out. I said, if you don't leave, I'm taking the girls and I'm leaving, you know, because yeah. we can't keep doing this. Like, have, have yeah, this is too much. It's yeah. Too much. COVID claimed a lot of stuff though. Like COVID, COVID, let me tell you, either you stayed married or you didn't. Mm-hmm. It was like a couple things were going to happen. Everybody's weakness. You know? Yeah, everybody, like, you was either, and it was so funny because I felt like all the churches were amped up for 2020. It's going to be the vision year. God is going to help you see clear. Yeah. And it was like, oh, wait, what is this? <laughs> Did we just shut down? Why are these kids home every day? Every day I got to parent them. Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, COVID was, um, she, she did a lot of things. Yeah, like, it, it... That's what I felt it was. I felt like 2020 did do what it was supposed to do as far as exposure. Like, yeah, you saw things a lot clearer, mm-hmm. good, bad, and different. You were going to see. And yeah, it was, for me, that was the year that really kicked off my growth journey, like mm-hmm. my healing journey for myself. It was just like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening here, but I can't keep doing this. It was losing friends. Um, ironically, my law firm made the most money that year. Um, <laughs> that was, that was great. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was a good year, a bad year. Like it was a, it was a lot in just there was one so year. Yeah. One day you could have the best news and then, mm-hmm. news, you know, and I'm yeah. like, that was the year that I finally, I think, I think that was the year I finally got my agent, you know, but then I've got a divorce mm-hmm. and then I got the book and then I got, the, you know, right. That's how it would happen. It was like, boom. <laughs> That's the yo-yo year, you know? It was. And I'm just like, you know, listen, I knew it was going to be trash ass when Kobe Bryant died. I said, you know what? I don't know where this year is going, but I don't like it. Like, (laughs) I don't like where we're heading. It doesn't seem safe. And it was Mm -hmm. not. It was. So y'all were a COVID casualty, unfortunately. COVID casualty. (sighs) Mm. What is something you wish you knew about divorce? About divorce? Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of what I knew is that it's it's like with everything else. Like, only take advice from those that are where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you – and what I mean by that, because, like, I've, I got to know some people that had gone through divorce, too, but – Mm-hmm. It was really ugly. It was really messy. And again, going back to our identities. So the next thing mm-hmm. you know, you're taking on, oh, shoot, this is going to be ugly. It's going to be messy. It's going to be expensive yes. versus talking to those. And I realized it's kind of early without really realizing it, but just mm-hmm. I, I naturally navigated to the ones that, oh, no, it's fine. You know, it's going to be stressful. It's going to be mm-hmm. like I have a practical friend that went through another writer friend went through divorce and she was my guardian angel that just guided me through mm-hmm. it. I had a lot of friends that had messy divorces and yeah, listening to and them. You know, they like misery. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go back to my practical friend who kept it level headed, kept it easy. And she didn't deny the emotions. Cause I would call her crying. I would text her. Yeah. Whatever. She didn't, she didn't even try to bowl over that by any means. It yeah. Was, okay. Let it out. Shauna. It's going to be fine. You know, but, but mm-hmm. okay, here's what you need to do, you know, or here's what I did. And it's, and yeah. all the difference in the world, T, because she go follow the advice. If you need to follow advice, if you're feeling really lost, which you do a lot when you're going through it, yeah, you're lost all the time. Million back in that Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> back in the triangle, I'm still there. Like, but <laughs> if you're feeling lost and you and you know that you need to ask for help. Go yeah. to the ones that are where you want to be. Like, if they've already yeah. gone through the divorce and it was maybe not so much peaceful, but cordial as best as could be, then yeah. do that, you know, stay away yeah. from the ones that had crazy, expensive, messy, bad custody. Just like, messy. It doesn't help yeah. you at all. It yeah. I learned that early on in marriage, like to talk to married people who actually like their spouses. Yes. And exactly. wanting to stay married, like really made good sense because it was just like, there's a lot of 
Mm-hmm. Bitter married people just stay married just to stay married. I don't know why they're married still, like, but they, mm-hmm. the way they talk about their spouses or the, or just the way they talk about marriage in general, it's like, well, why did you, yeah. yeah, like what, what y'all doing over there? Don't, that's the, so yeah, it applies though for everything though. Like what you said, that's just good life advice. Like if you want to get somewhere in life, you need to follow or talk to people who been where you've been, but they got good sense. Like, yeah, like it's going to be stressful, Shana. You're going to cry. You're going to be upset. You're going to be mad. It's going to get messy, but you're going to come out on the other side and, you know, and tell you practical things here. Maybe you open up this savings account, you know, or, you know, put this, like whatever, like, cause there's so many things that go into a divorce, but kind of going back to what you said, um, you're like, if my daughters called me with this, um, type of situation, what would I tell them? And so my question to you is for that woman out there, that mama out there who might be battling with this type of decision, what advice or what would you tell her? Like if, if she was somebody close to you, a daughter, a best friend or whatever, your sister, like what advice would you tell her, you know, she's going through the divorce or even thinking about it? Like, what would you share? Um, that's a good one. Um, that one, yes, it's it's hard. It's going to be hard. And if you, if you, if it keeps coming up in your mind and you're in your internal dialogue, or even like if you have a, a confidant, like I did with my sister initially, you know, mm-hmm. and it keeps coming up over and over and over again, most likely you probably need to take that route. Um, mm-hmm. that, because if it hasn't shut down, then things probably haven't changed for you, you know, or mm-hmm. that person hasn't been willing to meet you halfway you know i think that's where the 50 50 comes in a little confusing because you can still meet a person with a hundred percent you know like Mm. bring it to them but you guys are coming together and that's the beauty of compromise or or coming together trying to make something work and so if if you reach a point where you know in your heart that that person that you've already left the marriage but you decide to stay because you think it's better for the family that can end up causing more harm than good and don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and it was crazy because that is part of the reason why I didn't leave the first time because I thought it would have messed up the kids more. And then in hindsight, 2020, mm-hmm. I think I ended up hurting the kids more by staying than had I just gone mm. through. And it's not even like, I, I even hate to say, see, as a mom, I still struggle to say putting myself first. But you know, mm-hmm. when, when you're on the airplane and they say, put your mask on first before you can help yep. anybody else. It's mm-hmm. like, and exactly like what you said earlier, showing the, showing my girls specifically because they are daughters um, yeah. that you do matter as a person. You do come, you yes. come first. And so yes. by doing this, I finally put myself first. And now I, it's like the greatest reward to see us all coming out of therapy, coming out of like depression, mm. anger. Like we still have Oof. it. Well, you know, yeah. but, but I can see where the good came out of it. And as scary as it was, if you just know that that dialogue hasn't ended, then it's time for you to make that decision, you know, and it's hard, but you might end up causing more harm than good by not listening to that little, that little voice inside you that's telling you, we need to, we need to change. Yeah. That's so good because staying for the kids, I think we, we all, especially as moms, that's, I think will always be that little nudge, that little thing that kind of always holds us as mothers because we want to be these good moms and we want to make sure our kids know that we love them. And I want this two parent home. I don't want you to be broken. I know for somebody like myself, um, that will probably always be a determining factor for me coming from divorced parents. Um, I don't think I can help it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you just reminded me what I was going to say, which ties right into that. I'm with mm-hmm. you. I came from, my mom was a single mom. Like she's been married mm-hmm. twice, but you know, for, for the most mm-hmm. part, we were raised by a single mom. And um, the second marriage came after we were already out of the house anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But to your, what you were saying earlier, it's like uh, my ex's spouse still married, have been married um, for mm-hmm. 40 some years or whatever. And so I came into this, like not having 
any kind of model other than books, mm. Disney, you mm-hmm. know, which is not realistic. Oh, Disney. Oh, Disney. We love you, Disney. But Lord, today, we got to do better. No. <laughs> got to do better. <laughs> the expectations start real young. They're so young, don't they? So mm-hmm. I had this, so I was with you. So that was also even going back to the quitting. I didn't want to quit because I didn't mm-hmm. have it. And I wanted my girls to be raised with, by their dad, you know, because I never yep. grew up with one. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, you know, like you said, you, you got to realize when you outgrow somebody that it's time to move on. It's know? time to move. I'm so just- tell me what this new chapter of life is like for you. Like on the, like literally what is on the other side of this divorce for you? Well, it took me a while to um, mm-hmm. get used to the idea that I come first and yeah. it's catching a lot of steam now, I got to say. <laughs> Listen, look at you, hot stuff. <laughs> why Why was I denying this, you know, for all these years? Why, why did I deny myself this goodness? Goodness, right. Um, other than the, than the mess that, that the dating world is out there. Um, which yes, I the ghetto pool. Because- well, they say somebody peed in the pool. Someone's like, someone just... So who said that? Somebody said it's like this, like pee in the pool. <laughs> a lot of pee in the pool. At this point, I think they probably pooping in the pool. At this point, I don't even know if it's pee. All sorts of nasty, <laughs> all types of nasty germs in the pool. At this point, <laughs> but but okay. So that goes back to our point too of like valuing um, relationships over just enjoying being single and that mm-hmm. stigma. Because initially, I thought like I think my ex he was dating right away, right? Like he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Most men okay. always exactly. they don't think they think with their Peter whackers. That's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. get that little the noodle wet. That's the icky. And then they be looking at the clinic because they got drippy dick. And then now, now we're here. Now it's icky. Now it's icky once again. It's icky. <laughs> it's icky. So it's- I push that aside, and instead of focusing on oh, I need to find another spouse. I focused mm-hmm. on what have I always wanted to do with my life, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, music, learning German, because we lived in Germany. Actually, my oldest mm-hmm. was born in Germany. Uh, so mm-hmm. just learning and exploring and then a big one, jujitsu. Oh, Lord. Jiu-jitsu. Like, jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It is. I got to say, for any woman out there that is thinking about it and does do it, the way I got into jujitsu was for self-defense because once he moved out, it was, that's another, the other side of divorce. It was like shocking going from somebody that you can come home to and whether you just want to talk, vent, bitch, gossip, whether they're listening Mm -hmm. or not, just having that person there, you know, Mm -hmm. watching football games with getting used to not making so much food was a huge one too. I, yeah, I, when did those kids move out? <laughs> I'm actually like, I'm actually really close to being ready for that one, too. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I'm, I'm ready. Freedom is coming even closer. <laughs> Sooner than later. Sooner than later. Oh, it's, I can taste it. Like, mm, wait. wait, come back. Come back. adjustment if anybody out there like be prepared to not make as much food you know yeah for whatever reason that one that one uh that always got me a little sad in the very beginning mm-hmm. you know, just like yeah oh, okay it's just three of us now not four or whatever. yeah and um but but yeah so i went so getting used to sleeping in the room again, you know not that i could sleep a lot too because you know snoring mm-hmm. late nights like playing video games tv phone exactly so it's a different kind of not sleeping you know yeah yeah there's no warm body next to you there's yeah, the yeah. Warm bodies, exactly and then so you hear a little noise you're like what's that oh what's this what's that stranger yeah. danger exactly so mm-hmm. so being able to um and that guys kind of goes back too because there's always this compromise what do you want to eat what do you want to eat oh i don't like this i don't like that now it's i yeah. mean the girls will try to tell me like do you want dinner or not? You know, like this or is not. What I, I mean, you're old enough to like feed yourself, so PBJ. This is what I cook. Kitchen yeah. symbol if you need. Listen, a good PB and J. I mean, it hits. I, that for lunch. I still eat that. Okay, I don't know why they're complaining about that. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you don't make dinner for yourself, but soon you will. Exactly. So soon you will, little one. <laughs> so you like jujitsu? I, I assume you do like it. I'm just like, I'm interested. Like now, I need to find a class here. Like I need to just go take one class. Just try. Is it, when I'm you go. see it, you're gonna be like, <laughs> "WTF is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be call you like Shaman. You was on that shit because I don't know what you signed me up for, but this, this ain't it. So good. It is so fun. It is. I remember I was telling my sister because I am, I'm going into three years now. I basically started two months after wow. the divorce. So that's something that can okay. help. Too. That's so a lot. Jump into something right away. And I didn't tell okay. anybody because I didn't want anybody mm-hmm. saying, no, don't do it. Like, they think I'm crazy. Like, you could get hurt. I feel like you have written my next romance novel. I just... <gasps> Oh, I can't wait to I don't even that. know. I just feel like I just heard a story dropping my spirit. Ooh, mm. Okay. Oh. Mm. This woman jumping into something, not on somebody. Right. A different. Into something. Oh, that's going to be, that might be the title of the book. Mm. I don't even know. Keep continue. Ah! <laughs> I feel the flow of the I know. I feel like you're such writers. Like, I feel like I heard a story just now. Yeah, you find inspo. Mm-hmm. You we get each other like yeah. random conversation. Like mm, that's a book. Wait a minute, that's a story. That's a book. That's There's a story, story from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. I love it. Yep, I like okay. it. I like it. I am. I, I huh? Say it again. You're gonna have to sign up for a class just to give it a shot. <sighs> I'm gonna find one. I'm sure there's one here in Birmingham. So I'm gonna. I'm going to look and see. Maybe somebody listening wants to offer me a class. Mm-hmm. Usually they let you go first week or first class free just to test. I might need more than just the one, two classes. I'm going to need, you know, I got three kids. I'm going to need all the class. I'm going to need at least a goodie. Yeah. Make some real money. Mm-hmm. Then I can come <laughs> consistently. I come to first one or two free classes, but after that, I know I'm gonna need some sponsorships. I, I'm gonna need a sponsor. That's what I'm gonna need. A if I was there, I would be taking you with me for real. I would go. I would mm-hmm. definitely go because I don't get out the house. It's a, I know. Right. Another problem mm-hmm. with being a writer. That's another topic, though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know. Topic. It gets me out of the house because I will stay inside all day, every day, and be okay with that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you are doing lovely on the other side. Do you want to get married again? Do you like even want to do that? Or are you just like, I might date, get my my feet wet or whatever, and then kind of... Just the water, see who I am. Be careful because I don't want no ickiness. You don't want no ickiness. I thought about, I when I first came out, I was like, oh, hell no. I will never get divorced. <laughs> and every single divorced friend that I know, even the newer ones, on their second, some third marriage, and they said, I said the same thing. So now I'm just like, all right, I will not ever get married again. Because <laughs> never say never. <laughs> never say never. Not but ever. I I won't ever exactly. do this again. And honestly, okay. I don't know that I want to live with a, a person again. Like, if I ever – I'm not – I do want to have a relationship again down the road. Just somebody to travel with, talk to, go out to dinner with, that kind but of But y'all stuff. don't got to live together. We don't need to live together anymore. I don't I don't need to. Like, so that person, I hope, will be of the same mindset. I don't they might be. Anybody again. I don't want mm. to, you know, I want my refrigerator to look the same way with the same food that I left in there when I come back to it. I also want my food to be there. Exactly. That I left for myself. That I left for myself. Yes. I that you knew wasn't yours when you ate it. Exactly. I might be talking out of experience. Exactly. <laughs> somebody who ate my cheese somebody who ate my cheesecake and put a smiley face on it. Oh no. That's that's heartless. Like that's it is. Uh-huh. Especially it is. cheesecake. That is my favorite food in the whole world. And Publix. I haven't I haven't plugged Publix in a while. I know people are like, do you be just giving? Sp-? I don't. I just love Publix, and I feel for people who don't live in the South oh, and don't have a Publix. Because that Publix cheesecake is amazing. Life changing. 
I love cheese. Cakes. I had to have a moment of silence for that. <laughs> Especially if somebody ate it and left a smiley face. And left a smiley face. Like that Ow. made it better. Wow. Yeah. It did not. It actually made it worse. Exactly. Like it made it worse. You not cute. And what you did wasn't cute. You're ugly. And you your mama's child. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. They'll learn. My teens, they know. Mommy, is this okay for me to eat? Yes, it is, honey. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you for asking. Don't touch that. That's mine. But mommy, no, Mm. that's mine. We're working on that lesson with the children. I just have to get, (laughs) I I gotta get the husband on board. That's one I could never do. That's okay. All right. So there may not be any hope for him. Okay. Children, I've I've got there. I, I eat in front of them now. Now I don't hide it. And I let them watch me eat it and enjoy moment, it. Isn't it? It's another moment of bravery. It's like, yes. no, yes. I'm not sharing with you. No, I'm not. I share my body with you. Go away. Exactly. This is my. Can't have my cheesecake. I can't have the. Pe- no. No. You should ask for one. Mm-hmm. I can't have a. No. No. What you can do is go read a book. Thank you. Yeah. That's taking a lot. Yeah. I feel a twinge of guilt sometimes, but then when I get to the last bite and as I eat it and it goes down, and they watch me with their sad eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One day you too will be brave like mommy. But today, it's, mine. it's not your day. It's all mine. <laughs> oh, Shana. It took me a lot longer before I got to that point. Yeah, I'm there now. Mm-hmm. But I have three and they're like almost two years apart, each of them. So it's like, I think I got there a lot quicker. <laughs> a lot quick. But, moms are three. That, my sister has three. I just have two. Mm. So those moms. Let me three. tell you. Yeah. Moms of three is when. So <laughs> that's when when you become a mom of three. That's when you realize how ghetto life is. And then because beyond that, mm-hmm. that's they're living the real hood Ooh. life over there. Yeah. So it's like it's we're introductory phase. Mm-hmm. You two kids and one kid. Like, it's cute. It's yeah, cute. Like, it's cute. <laughs> get that third kid. Okay. Give you a little little spice in your life. Okay. Yes. Then get that and fourth. And then after that, you know. Just professional at that point. I met him before um in Germany and I would Did so you I pray had for a baby him? and a toddler at the time. <laughs> and we went out to dinner all and I was like, oh, it's gonna be a circus, but whatever. So we went, we were trying to get out of the house. And she had her husband holding her, she had a baby, a one-year-old, like a four or five-year-old, and then a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. And then she had her husband holding the baby. She, mm-hmm. her, the kid's food, the one-year-old's food, whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was a toddler. Chopped up her food, and then she took the baby back, nursed the baby. And I was looking at her going, you chopped up your food too? She's like, when she put the baby on, <laughs> she said that. Absolutely. We, we have a system. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a system, like, because we have mastered this thing. Like, yeah, like, I was like, you are, I don't, so I, like, I don't miss a meal because no. of these kids. No. Yeah. And I, was like, I don't do that. I was so impressed. Too. That's, the yeah, time it's, we're, mom, we're impressive. You guys are. Yeah. Cause especially if they're close in age like that, you, you get really good yeah. at maneuvering, like, among them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, it's, it's, yeah. You get that. Oh yeah, we. That's yeah, it's never a circus. Yeah. Now they are the circus. Yes. Don't don't let it fool you, because um, one day that little boy sat up on the table in that IHOP, and I looked at him uh-huh. trying to figure out who had raised him, because it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't stand on tables. I don't, I, I don't do that. Your yeah. daddy don't either. <laughs> and I, I, not in public. No. Not even at home. What, what, but goddamn, yeah. in the IHOP, you just go. He just stood on the table and started yelling, and we just was so stunned. We just looked at him. Here. Yeah, I said, "What is?" And I think that's what it was. It was a shock. Yeah. It was just shock that he's standing oh on the table, and he's not crying. He's just talking to the people across from us. I, just I was, moment, like, what happened? Yeah, you just you had to, yeah. I had to take that in. I had to let that <laughs> had to let that simmer because I was like. Mm. He's raised by a pack of wolves at this point. I don't know who raised Maybe him. Maybe that, that's the difference between boys and girls, too. Well, I don't know. My no, those girls are wild. Now, my girls are wild, too. No. That middle child. Yes. Kid number two. That's one you've got, right? 
And she's the best one because, listen, she's not ignored. She's not neglected. She is who she is, though. <laughs> you, she won't let you, so you won't have to worry about that. She ain't going to let you neglect her. Forget her. That's a strong, strong. Yeah, anybody who meets that one. Mm-hmm. You, you, they think she's the oldest sometimes because of how she acts. Like she, she is, um, she's the one. A little power, power. Source. Yep, that's what we'll call it. Yep, sure. <laughs> <laughs> power source, whatever. Because I'm a weird number. Like I'm the third uh-huh. child, but I have a sister under me. There's four of us, so I'm like a. I was the baby though for so long yeah. before she was born. So I still have my own complex. Mm-hmm. I still act like the baby, even though there's a baby. Um, and then like, I don't really have the middle child syndrome mm-hmm. because I didn't have to, I didn't experience it. So like, yeah, you know, just I'm just, yeah, just that weird line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, girl, but this has been great. So, okay. If people want to connect with you, are you on Beyonce's internet? <laughs> AKA the socials. How can one find you? <laughs> I mm-hmm. am. I am on. I don't really do Facebook anymore, so I'm not so much on that one. But this I'm on ghetto. Instagram. <clears throat> uh, Instagram. Uh, they mm-hmm. can me at um, at the Shauna Keller. I stole at, that from y'all. Heard Shana you? Keller. You heard that? Yeah, I would say she's at the Shauna. <laughs> I need to get that because I like I love I, I did know how it's doing, but I never did, but it's fine. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that because we we Alabama fans over here, so we're not going. <laughs> but also, I'm supporting my 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 Rattlers today, my FAMU Rattlers. That's you know went to school there in Clark. So shout out to my HBCUs. But yeah, we we're not gonna talk about those yeah. Ohio's the Ohio State people. We roll tide over here, honey. Okay, we we roll with the tide. <laughs> Stay respectful if you want to come back. Okay, remember that. I'll never <laughs> <up again>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, so at the Shana Keller on Instagram. Are you there on Twitter as well? The same? Do I'm on, on um? What is it? It's Twitter. Keller at Twitter. Shana K. And we'll put it all in the in the show notes and everything. But this has been most fantastic. Are you working on any projects that you can actually talk about? Yes, I am. It will, and I can finally say it'll be out this year because last year. Oh, yay! It is day. It's debut year for all of us, isn't it? I'm so excited. Um, it's it's going to be another picture book, and it's going to be beautiful. During uh, it's another um, African American history one, which I'm really yay. And it's going to be it takes place after Reconstruction, so right after the Civil oh. War, and it's the story of a little girl who's trying to find mm. her family. And um, oh, sweet. I think it, okay, so you guys can pre-order and all the things now, right? Um, I don't know if we're that far out. It's it won't okay. be out until December. 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 Okay, so no pre-order um, campaign, but it's coming. It'll be on my website whenever I get um, their links or whatever. all the links and stuff. Okay, awesome, awesome. And what's the name of the book? Um, it's going to be called "Do You Know Them." Do you know them? I don't, but no. I can't wait to know them. Wait to know them, and I can't wait to see all your books. I'm, I know because you know. My kids' books are all coming out first, and then hopefully I'll finish this adult novel. And um, I'm working on it. So we, so we slowly, slowly cranking it out <laughs> so I can live out my romance fantasies. But yes, I'm so, so grateful you came to, to talk to me today. Was so yes, fun. this was great. I appreciate I enjoy. it so much. I'm yes, so friend. Life. <laughs> yes, likewise, likewise. Well, y'all, it has always been real. Y'all know how we do. I hope you follow Shauna on the Twitter. Her name is spelled like Shayna, just FYI. And I've called her Shayna when I first met her for like at least, what, six months. And I was like, Shayna. And she's like, finally, she's like, T, it's Shayna. I'm like, oh, my bad. God bless. (laughs) But it has been real, y'all. And we will catch you on another fantastic episode. But until then, stay safe, stay amazing. And we'll see you on the other side, mama. Bye, y'all. Thank you.